Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. And hello, everybody in Metropolis. Welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 27, the Ron Dane episode. We are a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film, the Dave original. I am your co-host from the home state of the adventures of Pete and Pete. I am Peter M. Vera, and today we are recording on January 13th, 2021. And as always, we have a great show for you today. But before we get into the good stuff, I would like to remind you, all of our faithful listeners, that if you take the time to rate and review our show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and we read your review on air, we will send you a special prize pack. Now, let me introduce you to my co-host, the person who won the 1982 Wells Farm Hog Wrestling Championship, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Eric Holzman. Hasui, what's going on? That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, you know, just it's been another crazy Wednesday here in the United States. Oh, yes. We've had a lot of crazy days in the past couple weeks and the past four years and all that stuff. But this is not that kind of show, so we won't go there. But, yeah, you're bringing up the hog wrestling, man. That's, whew, I don't know. That was a tough thing. It was a tough thing. It was hard to get involved in. Mm-hmm. But I had heard about it, and I'm like, oh, I'll give it a try. And then just like with everything, you get into it. But there's no harm comes to the pigs. Are you no sure? Because I thought the winner got a year's supply of uh, pork belly. So I was just wondering, is it the pork belly from the hog you beat in the wrestling match? Or like, no. Hog at the slaughterhouse? Like, what happened? No, well, I say no, but I really don't know. It's possible. I'm sure PETA's listening in very intently right now. <laughs> No animals were harmed with the creating of this podcast. I could say that. You're going to so, walk out of your house tomorrow and somebody's going to throw like a can of red paint. At you. <laughs> Only if I'm wearing a mink or a fur. Like, where's the hog, Eric? What you do with Porky? Someone's going to, someone's going to taint my um, bacon. That's what's going to happen. They're going to put poison in my bacon oh, or something. Wow. Oh man. I love bacon. Not <laughs> bacon, real bacon. Yeah, me too. I don't get turkey bacon. Uh, my my mother will buy it every once in a while, and uh, when she when she does like, well, she's been on a health kick lately. She's like Christmas breakfast, you mm-hmm. know. So she did like turkey bacon this year, and it was like I was like, oh god, this is <laughs> this is horrible. Well, it's not horrible, but it's I don't bad. get it. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad to me. It doesn't taste much like bacon. It's not. It's like f- so. It's bacon. It is faking, yes. That's Just a very like good David Mizuzu's on Gotham. It's faking. <laughs> I had to get it in there, you know? Oh, yes, we have to get our Gotham reference because we have one every show. I just keep in the trends rolling, my friend. So we, so we have to get our Gotham reference in. But yeah, man. Um, Yeah, what else is going on? Nothing. Oh, we got stuff to talk about. We got oh, we have definitely. Yeah, oh. yeah. I just meant personally. I'm trying to think of anything else going on. Oh, nobody cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody cares about our personal lives. If they did, they'd have our phone numbers. That's true. The people who do care have our phone numbers. So and that's, even that's... so, they don't care. They got their own problems. <laughs> that's true. Some of them do not care. That is very true. Oh, man. So, yes, we do have, as Pete said, we do have some things to talk about tonight. That's obviously why we're here. So uh, let's just let's just start going. Let's start going through the list. So let's start off with we got confirmation from Mr. Harry Lennox. Now, obviously, Harry Lennox played. Who did he play again? In uh, General Swanwick. Right. General Swanwick in BVS. So the actor who plays him, Harry Lennox, confirmed that in Zack Snyder's Justice League, he is Martian Manhunter. There had been a lot of speculation about it. There are people who talked about it. And now he said that he is. He is indeed Martian Manhunter. So when I heard this, I was kind of like, really? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, uh, 
I guess is easy to do in a way. Like if you think about it, it's kind of an easy thing to do and just say, well, we had him in the part. We can just say that, hey, he's always been Martian Manhunter. Um, but what do you think, Pete? Oh, I think it's stupid. It's <laughs> it's like the one of the worst retcons I've ever heard of. And here's the thing. It's like, so in Man of Steel, when Zod just crushing things and taking trying to take over the planet, Martian Manhunter does nothing. Right. That's out of yes. character. So right. in BVS, when Doomsday is just destroying everything in sight, Martian Manhunter just hangs around and is talking to the president on the phone, does nothing. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's just weird to me. And like I got into a few little uh, you know quabbles on Twitter and I was like, well, you know, it's with his job. He's probably just, uh, you know, just it's kind of hard for him to escape. I was like, really? Like it, it, Clark Kent can escape easily. And like that's part of being a superhero. You know, like you have a job, but all of a sudden like someone turns over and like, oh, where, where's where's. Where's where's Swanwick? Where'd he go? You right. know, like it's like that's that's kind of like you know the part about being a superhero that's interesting. Like you could just disappear in a comic book in a comic movie and no one really cares. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, I, yeah, that's that's what these characters do. Like we're not we can't think too hard about it. But it's, it's to me, it just seems like it's one of those things where like Snyder just sat on it for a while and he thought too much about it. And he, and sometimes I feel like he gets in his own way and he's like, oh, this is a cool idea. Let's do this. And he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't think through it all the way. Yeah. But that's the funny thing about it, too. It says the article says that it changed with Justice League, meaning the original one, not not the not the Snyder cut. So I guess he was maybe it's his original Justice League cut. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. that first one. And yeah. And then um, Lennox goes on to say because he was on the blacklist, he was never able to to shoot the footage for it and they never got around to it. So um, well, maybe that's because Zach left and then Joss came in and I'm sure right. time played a part in it, but I don't know. I just, I, I'm like, man, this see, this is where you get yourself in trouble. You're always putting the cart before the horse. Right. So, but yeah, but that, I just, it's kind of a weird, like, um, it's just kind of a weird thing to think when you're reading this now and you're kind of like, you, like you said, you think of the whole time he was the, the he was supposed to be <laughs> the character and he does nothing. <laughs> yeah and it's kind of like i recently watched superman man of tomorrow is an anime movie that came out i think within the last year uh-huh. and uh martian manhunter john jones plays a part in that movie and he's kind of in the way he's kind of sitting back and waiting in the wings and you know there's a rocket thing that goes off and then clark clark not superman yet clark is the one who or they call him the flying man in the movie right he, he makes the save and he protects everybody but when parasites going crazy and it's kind of like okay this is a larger than uh you know, this is a larger threat. Martian Manhunter gets involved, you know? So. Yeah. Doomsday was a pretty big threat. So you think that John <laughs> Jones and would kind of do something and intervene at some point. And, yes. You know, I don't know. I just, yes, <laughs> I don't think yes, the people yes. of Metropolis would be too freaked out by a green Martian, to be honest with you, after what just happened, like, you already know there's aliens. So like, I don't, it doesn't matter what he looks like, you know, I don't right. think his appearance would have freaked him out. And then you see this, you know, Wonder Woman just going around cutting his hands off. So, like, I don't know. I just, I don't think people would have in that universe would have been too shocked if uh, John Jones made himself known. Right. I think exactly. I think you know when you think back at the movie and especially the end of it when everything really turns into like the superhero mm-hmm. film, you would think he would be like, all right. Especially when they're trying nuclear weapons and <laughs> you know they're trying all these things to try and to defeat Doomsday. And he's in, in he's in on the whole conversation. You would think he would do something, but whatever. It definitely does seem like a retcon. Um, but we'll we'll see how it works in the film. Yeah, I mean, who in, knows? It may work in the film. It, you know, in that film, it may work. But still, like you're going to think back, and be like, well, why why did you just kind of not do anything, man? Like that's that's not what a hero is. You're just kind of sitting back, not doing anything. Maybe they'll address it. Maybe they'll well, address I hope that. I hope there's a reason. I hope that you know. I hope this movie's good. I really do. I or do. TV show, whatever it is. I do for probably different reasons than most people, but I'll keep those to myself. But I just hope it's good. Um, yeah, it's a good watch. Yeah, so I'll just keep my reasons to myself. So staying with staying in the the DC world, um, we had we had received word last week that the spinoff of Arrow, another Arrow spinoff they were going to do was Green Arrow and the Canaries. Now, if you watch the shows and you watched Arrow, you know that um, the Green Arrow they're talking about is not, obviously not Oliver Queen. 
it is Mia Smoke, his daughter that he had with Felicity Smoke. And she, along with Black Canary, both Black Canaries, and the one who was Siren and who became Black Canary again. I'm already confused. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I could I can we'll talk about it off air. But anyway, they were gonna do the spin-off of Arrow with his daughter taking and it was Green Arrow and the Canaries. They did at the end of the season last year, they did one episode. Uh, which was the finale, technically the finale of Arrow, the the series finale of Arrow. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't care for it. I'm not going to sit here and say I liked it. I didn't. It wasn't, um, I thought it was very, it was even more campy than a lot of the CW shows are. So I didn't care for it, but there was a plan to go forward with this film, uh, the, sorry, with the show. And now it is not going forward. CW said, no, we're not going to move on, move with it. Um, there was a thought, an idea. We just heard this news actually a little while ago. There was an idea that HBO Max might pick it up and run it, but they even said that they are not doing it either. Ah. So I liked the idea of having more female superheroes on TV. You should watch my- Supergirl or Batwoman. Well, yeah, I definitely want to watch Supergirl. Um, no, not Supergirl. Sorry, Stargirl. I haven't watched Stargirl yet. I have to watch that. Oh, it's great. Um, it's really good. I don't care about Supergirl. As we know, anyone who is to the show, I don't like the show. Uh, and I did not like the first five episodes of Batwoman, so you will not be getting me to watch that show, Pete. I know you're trying. Sunday it is. But <laughs> so, but uh, we know Wonder Girl's coming, um, so that'll be along, mm-hmm. coming along with, and I believe Ava DuVernay yes. is involved with that. Yes, yeah, so we'll mm-hmm. have that to come forward. And then the Black Lightning spinoff built around Painkiller. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. another show I haven't watched. You binged it recently. You said it was very good. So it was excellent. All, all uh, first three seasons were very good. So I, I still want to do that, but we do have content coming in the CW Arrowverse, but it just will not be this show. So if anybody out there was looking forward to it, I'm sorry. Um, Pete, you didn't even see it, so I would ask you what no. you think. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. I'm not the biggest Green Arrow fan, so this doesn't really bother me, but if you do listen to our show regularly, Casey Walsh, uh, when he was a guest on our show, I forget what episode it was. He did kind of hint at this, that this wasn't going to happen. So we knew about this weeks ago, actually. And uh, more breaking news on our show, which is amazing. But uh, shout out to Casey. (laughs) It's a pleasure having him on. We're going to have him again. But yeah, uh, not really bummed out about this, but uh, just curious. I mean, the CW seems to be in a bit of a transition period. Uh, There's no Green Arrow. Black Lightning's coming to an end. I believe The Flash will be coming to an end soon with the movie right around the corner. Right. So, um, you know, and, and Supergirl also coming to an end. This is their final season coming up. So it's interesting that they can the show before it even got started, but uh, I, I don't know. They seem to be uh, adapting new characters. As you said, Wonder Girl, pa- uh, Wonder Girl Painkiller, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a few others. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it was, an, it was interesting um, to hear because for the, just for the simple fact that, uh, they seem to be pushing female shows now. So I was, I was surprised to hear that it wasn't even going to get picked up on HBO max, which mm-hmm. literally I just saw the tweet like an hour ago um, that they, that they had got been optioned for HBO max and they said no. So we'll see what happens with this specific character. Maybe it'll resurface sometime in the future, but I'm sorry if you guys are looking forward to that, it's not happening. And so that really means now that green arrow is completely free I, I bet you we see him in a cw crossover those crossovers pretty much throw the kitchen sink at you so i, I would say we got at least like one or two more appearances oh yeah he's not really dead right yeah he kind of went off to that other wherever they were with when he was with felicity at the end so we'll see we'll see what happens uh but yes that specific show will not be going forward so sorry sorry people um but one show that will be coming forward, as Pete mentioned already, it, this Sunday, the season two of Batwoman. Who needs football? I got, I think her name is Ryan Tyler. I forget what her name is. I don't know her name, but I'm just excited. I think that's the new Batwoman's name. I think her name is Ryan Tyler or Tyler. No, Wilder. it's. <laughs> yes, Ryan Wilder that's is it. the name of it the Batman. Ryan, I got it. I got it. Ryan Wilder. Ryan Tyler. I was close. I was close. 50%. Like I got my Janisha Leslie plays the new Batwoman. Yes. That's how it goes. And she's got a car. I'm so, I am so overly excited for this. <laughs> I, I can't tell you why. I, it might just be quarantine delirium, but uh, I'm just like, I'm pumped. I, I, I can't I, wait to see this just because I'm so curious as what the hell they're going to do with the show. 
after the way the last season ended and it's and i think it ended two episodes short because of the pandemic yeah see i stopped watching it so i don't even have any rose is gone so now miss ledley pops in and i can't wait to see them explain that story and like what happens with hush and apparently black mask is now new is the new villain for the season so and it's interesting because like i was like wow mcgregor did such a great job with black mask and what the hell are they gonna do to black mask well that yeah that was the next point I was going to bring up. They yeah. they have a new villain, um, and Black Mask. Now this isn't the first time that Black Mask was in a TV show. He was actually in <laughs> Gotham uh, for an yeah. episode. He was. So was Harvey Dent. So <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, I'm just interested to see what happens. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. Um, they also have oh, Sapphire. Sapphire is the other big bad they're going to have this year, right? I am trying to get Eric to do so some kind of sh- w- uh, Batwoman show with me. And he won't Dude, do it. I am not doing this again. Uh, I am not. Again, like like you got other things. You got to me. Do. Yes, it's NFL playoffs. I've got to watch the stuff. The over under yes, the do Have to watch it. Yes, I do because I love football. So yeah, what the hell's the matter to you? <laughs> I like football. I like bats. <laughs> oh, you totally missed your opportunity to say it like Kim Basinger. I, <laughs> I like bats. <laughs> See, I set that up for you perfectly, and you didn't do it. What's wrong with flying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've both seen that movie so many times. We probably could quote most of it, but we're not going to lose any purple. time. <laughs> purple. Oh, oh. I love purple. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, yes, yes. I could definitely talk about that movie for a long, long time. I, I think we could talk about Batman some more too. We you know we could do a, oh, we could do a post podcast, maybe a Facebook Live. You know, I'm just saying we could do something. That's how we started. You know, you know. We of- did, we did start on Facebook Live with the yeah. Green Room in Gotham, but I will not be go doing that with Batwoman. I can't. You have no fun. I can't. Well, this is what I'll do. I'll watch a couple episodes. If I can stand it and I like it, then maybe I'll do this. But if not, I asked Flower. The closest I got to was I asked Grev about it. And I was like, yeah, maybe we can do like just like a quick 10 minutes on like the BOF podcast. And he's like, yeah, 10 minutes. We could do like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) No, why don't you do it with Haas? You know, he's going to watch the show. He, he he's not going to want to do it. He's not like a real <laughs> Batwoman fan. He's not a Batwoman fan. If I think was, if it was like a Robin series, he'd be all over it. And I then think, I can, and then I can get at least Rob Myers involved too. That's true. Rob Myers. Oh, would there's no way. He's so busy. There's no way he's going to want to talk Batwoman. Hmm. We'll see. I think you could do playing Banjo Kazooie on PlayStation Five. We can create a we can create a, a offshoot of the show called SOG Shorts. And we can just do like 20 minutes on something and release those. What do you think? See, you guys, we're having a brainstorming session about the show live for you guys. Yeah, so this, is, we, this is called a production meeting. <laughs> we did something like that. And then you can maybe. just do 20 minute drops of, of for Batwoman. Maybe. I'd love to. I'd, oh, man. Right? I mean, it'd be great. Yeah. How great would it be to, for me to do a show with, with Jet about Batwoman? <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I'm sure he would love that. Oh, <laughs> it'd be me, Bill, and Zednik. <laughs> that would be quite the, the oh, that would be quite the trio. Shout out to Nick Zednik, fabulous human quite. being. I almost said threesome. I'm glad I caught myself. That would be quite quite the trio. You are so weird. You're so weird. You're, this is what I deal with on a daily basis. He's so strange. <laughs> Sorry. This is the first thing that came to my head. I'm sorry. We're in a pandemic. What do you want me to, what you you want me to say? And I just been reading this Army Hammer news. Sorry, we're not going to go into that, guys. But if you guys haven't. Now you have to. Yeah, now you have to because I've been reading that. So there's a freakiness going on in my head right now. I have to well, try get it, it out. What is it with Army Hammer? What happened? You didn't read it? No, I didn't read it. Oh, God. This wasn't technically part of the show, but we'll go into it now. So now. Over, I want to say a couple of days ago, Army Hammer, they caught some kind of weird, freaky, cannibalistic, sexual fetish stuff that he was saying. It, it got released. <laughs> I don't know how, but it did. It came out. Isn't that kind of like the guy who, who was the star, guy who was a Star Wars stuntman who like put out the video of his penis on Instagram? Yeah. You know, know who, yes, Was yes, it yes. Ray Park? I don't know who it was. Yeah, I think it was Ray Park. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> okay. All so, right. Well, thank God yeah, we got Batman and we got Robert Pattinson. 
<laughs> a lot of people said that too, as if because he was supposed to do a movie, a movie with Jennifer Lopez coming up, and, and that's because why he dropped everything, out. Okay, everything that's going on, yeah, he dropped out of it. I so. knew he dropped out of something. I didn't know it was because of like a dick pic. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a dick pic. It was oh. just these weird statements he was making and putting out. I don't know if it were this. I think they were to his ex wife or whatever, or just out in general. I didn't read that part of the story. I just read a little snippet and it definitely was something to do with, he was saying like cannibalistic type things and all these other sexual fetishes. Um, so there. So, oh. He doesn't seem like the type, right? Like you see him and he seems... It's always the quiet ones. I know, but yeah, so that was what... So again, all this freakiness is in my head right now. And then that, I don't know. Sorry. I didn't say it though. I caught myself and I said trio. So there we go. We're good now. So yes, back all the way back. We're coming back around now. Batwoman Sunday, Black Mask is the other big bad for season two. Pete, I hope you enjoy it, and everyone I else really who watched it, it, I hope you enjoy it as well. Um, again, I'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. But so I'll you are going to watch it. I said I'll give it a shot. That's I'll it. give it a shot again. Up line and sinker. I reeled them in like a bear. Yeah, no, nah, don't, 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 don't hold oh, your breath. Oh, here we go, Johnny. Don't hold your breath. Don't Whoa, hold your breath, Nelly. I know, and you know, you were recently sick. Don't hold your breath. I don't want to be a reason for any any of that happening. But <laughs> so, so we got some DC animated news as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the World War Two, th- sorry, Justice Society World War Two animated movie coming out has their voice cast. So we will have. Hold on, I can't say her name. St- oh, there it is, Stana Katish Katik. Sounds good to me. <laughs> she will be playing Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Bomer will return. He's done voices in the past. He will be as he'll be Flash. Is it Bomer or Bomber? Bomer. Bomer. Yeah. Who, Matt Bomer also who plays who on Doom Patrol? He is uh, Mr. Negative's voice, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Is it Mr. Negative or Negative Man? Negative Man. There we go. That's fine. Beat you to it, Justin. <laughs> So the other cast includes Alicia Rotaru as Black Canary, mm-hmm. Chris Dementopoulos as Steve Trevor, Omid Abtahi as Hawkman, Matthew Mercer as Our Man, Armin Taylor as Jake Garrick, Liam McIntyre as Aquaman. Liam McIntyre did took over for Spartacus, the old show on mm-hmm. um, Epics. He, that was he took over for the first guy who died of cancer. So there he is. Oh, okay. Ashley Lothrop Lathrop as Iris West, Jeffrey Arend as Charles Halstead advisor, Keith Ferguson as Dr. Fate, and Darren DePaul as Roosevelt. So this is <clears throat> being directed by Jeff Wamister or Waymister, and the script is by Megan Fitzmarin and Jeremy Adams. I'm pumped for this. I mean, as I said, like I'm I'm binging Stargirl as we speak, so the JSA is like in my head, and I love it. And I love Ted Grant and all those guys and Jay Garrick, and I, I just, I'm really pumped for this. And you throw Wonder Woman in there, it gives that uh, that early Golden Age comic vibe, and mm-hmm. you're you know just seeing Our Man and Hawkman and everything in the still image is great. My only question is, they say Matt Bomer plays is voicing the Flash, but then they say that someone else's Armin Taylor is voicing Jay Garrick. So does that mean like Barry Allen's in the movie somewhere? Is this like oh, that's a good point as, as to what that means? So that's really got my interest. I don't know if that's a typo or something. Yeah, that is um, a good point. Or maybe Jay's talking to Barry about the past and like this is what's happening. So maybe maybe they do some kind of thing. Maybe the whole movie's a flashback. I don't know, but I'm pumped to see it. I love these uh, these movies, and it kind of looks animation style. Kind of gives me vibes of like Archer meets. Um, uh, New Frontier, the animated movie. So yeah, it's it got definitely does style to it. Yep, it's got the older style of the characters. Wonder Woman's wearing the shorts. Yep, yep. So it definitely has that to it. I'm looking forward to it too. I didn't, I didn't. I remembered it was what was announced, and I forgot about, it and then this brought it back. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. And it just continues with that retro vibe that DC animated movies are doing. Soul of the Dragons, like a right. '70s kung fu flick. This is a throwback World War II movie. Really yes. interesting stuff. I like kind of like uh, the period piece angle. Yep. So I'm looking forward to this. Um, again, it sounds like a, a stellar voice cast, as we know. And like you said, the art looks really good. So, uh, yeah, DC, one area DC always is good at is with their animated stuff. So, um, definitely, I love this stuff and I hope it's another hit for them. Yeah. As you mentioned, Soul of the Dragon is out now. Um, so I don't, Pete, neither Pete nor I have seen it, 
But it's once on we do, list. guys, on the yeah. Don't once we do, we will be doing a review of it, and we got a special guest coming yes. on the show for it. We will have a special guest, but we won't say who it is. Oh no, it's a tease. Yes. So so look out for that show, which will probably be our next one. So. <laughs> so yeah, so look out for that one. So <clears throat> moving right along, we'll stay with DC now. Uh, now a couple we a couple months ago, I want to say, right when HBO Max started taking over. Um, the the new cycle because let's be honest from like once Zack Snyder's Justice League was announced I, I want to say like the next two months we always kept hearing about what's well, HBO Max stuff mm-hmm. so one of the stories we got was that there would be a Gotham PD series right on HBO Max yep. and it was an offshoot from the Matt Reeves Batman world whatever universe he's creating it's supposed to be an offshoot from that it's a prequel yes Originally, Terrence Winter who everyone knows from Sopranos fame and Six Feet Under and all these other shows, he was helmed to write it, but we know he exited um, back in November for script differences, right? There are mm-hmm. creative differences, whatever. So it, we just found out, I want to say, yeah, Monday. On Monday, that HBO Max has got has a new writer. And and Joe, his name is Joe Barton. He's actually going to be the showrunner. Uh, he has done, he's not a very well-known um, writer, but he is... If anyone saw the film The Ritual, that's one of the things that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And he co-wrote an upcoming movie called Invasion starring Riz Ahmed and Octavia Spencer. Uh, Riz Ahmed is one of the the actors who is being pushed for an Oscar this year for the movie. I escapes my brain. I can't remember what movie it was. But Octavia Spencer, as we know, has been an, is an Academy Award winning actress as well. So, um, and this that's gonna be on Amazon. So he had he seems to be an up-and-coming guy writer even though he hasn't done much and we don't know much about him so pete now that we at least have a writer uh are you back on board you happy for this dude dude, i've been on the hype train since the beginning i haven't jumped off this train i mean (laughs) it was kind of like i'm sure the train didn't even derail like we just had a little bump in the road you know like terrence winter leaving is a huge bummer because he's terrence winter but you know if this guy drives and matt reeves they're on the same page i'm I'm all about it um i was just talking to uh, craig uh harlow on twitter Okay. And uh, apparently this guy's a huge Spurs fan, Tottenham Spurs, Craig crossed the river. So, you know, a little soccer talk. <laughs> so Craig's sitting there and he's jiving with him. So maybe Craig will get some, you know, uh, insider information and we'll have to have Craig on the show. He's probably the third biggest Robin fan that I know behind Haas and the legend that is Rob Myers. So, I mean, yeah, like, you know, like you said, up and comer, uh, just positive vibes. Uh, hope it's good. And uh, we'll see. You never know. In three months he could leave for creative differences and then, <laughs> and then we're back at square one. So, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm excited for the show. I know it's supposed to be a prequel show, uh, exploring the, the beginnings. Uh, the Batman is in year two. So this is probably two years before Batman even comes aboard. This is probably the, just the worst that Gotham's ever been, but I'm not going to speculate. I'm just, I'm just excited to get a really cool police drama out of it. And, you know, not, HBO excels at crime dramas. So I, I'm just, again, really excited, really pumped. And whatever this guy brings to the table, I'm sure he, it's going to be nothing but quality. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I when this was first announced and Winter was on, I, I remember doing the show and being really excited about having this because we keep bringing up Gotham, but this was this is what Gotham was supposed to be. So we're getting a, a show that it's I'm probably going to stick to that this time, and it being connected to whatever Matt Reeves is doing. But obviously, we know what we saw that trailer. I think all of us watch it at least three or four times a week. Oh, <laughs> I know Still? my man Nick Zednick watches it. I know right? he does. Yeah. So uh, obviously we're really anticipating that. And if this is going to be an offshoot of that, then again, I can't wait. And this guy, like I said, if you're, if you're being t- attached to write a film with those two actors, um, you must be good. Cause I don't think they would and, do that. And look, when was the last time HBO made a bad show? The, the answer is never. They never made a bad show. And in fact, HBO is so on point. Sex in the City's returning again for a middle of like miniseries. Or yes. Mini season. So I'm pumped for that. I mean, I'm going to miss Kim Cattrall, but like, come on. Sex in the City was awesome. Yes. We are giving, again, see you guys, we are a full service show. We're talking Sex in the City now. And I agree with you. That was a very good show. A ground breaking, breaking for its time. So, and it was perfectly slotted right after The Sopranos. So <laughs> you would watch H, you would watch The Sopranos and then HP, um, sorry, Sex in the City would come out. You'd be like, "Oh, I'll just stay and watch it," and it's then like, you get hooked. It's like I watched The Sopranos, and I wasn't allowed to watch Sex in the City. So, like, I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go upstairs play N64." Meanwhile, I'm sitting there watching like Sex in the City, like like a dumb little preteen. Like, okay, this is oh man, this is so cool. This is what girls are like. 
Yeah, it really it really was the first show to show that kind of a an angle to sex from a women's woman's point of view. So it was very much a groundbreaking show. So yes, that's coming back. Um, we know J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot is developing a Justice League Dark series for HBO Max. So we have that coming too. Uh, I, I hope that happens, but I think I feel like uh, J.J.'s a little busy with Superman at the moment. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we will see. We will see. But even if that is coming, it wouldn't be coming till after the Batman comes out anyway. So you have years. It's, it's way in the future. And uh, obviously the Peacemaker show from Suicide Squad with James Gunn. So there's a lot of DC stuff coming, obviously, on HBO from HBO Max. And now we have a writer for the Gotham PD show. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. All the content we're getting. It should be fun. Guys, rejoice in this time. I know there's a lot of stuff going on right now that that negative and kind of you can kind of kind of get caught up in the drama. But rejoice in this time because this the moment we're in right now and we've been in for like almost 11 years now with with superhero films and superhero content. We've never seen anything like this. So it makes you wonder when it's going to end because when it ends, it's like, yeah. That's that's not even a bummer because it's like oh we get to watch eleven years worth of content. Yep, you're <laughs> right. Rewatch begin. I don't know. It's 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 cool. It's really awesome. Yep. I never thought we'd see this day. No, I didn't either. But even like, the I, golden age of the comic book film isn't even ended yet. You know, it's kind of crazy. No, it hasn't. And that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing. Like I said, regardless of what you feel about what how you feel about what Marvel either studio does actually, whether you love both, you hate both, you like one, you like the other, um, they always seem to draw eyes right no matter what it is consider this actually the silver age of comic book movies like the golden age is kind of like superman the movie batman 89 and maybe it ends around like batman maybe it ends around like batman and robin and then blade comes out and then it begins like the silver age if i had to like kind of categorize it i'm just saying well i'll definitely say um since i've been alive for all of it (laughs) which is crazy to say but i have um i grew up watching the super the christopher superman films and then there was a break and then we got Batman 89 and we had that run and then there was a break. So I think, you know, you had like five years or 10 years or more like five, six, seven years and then a break. And then you had another time period of six, seven years and then a break. So I think I would call, I don't know if I'd call that the golden age. I would say that those are the prequel. That's the prequel era. <laughs> and now we have, like, I always really think of Star Wars and now we yeah, have the original oh, trilogy lovely. and it just keeps going. This like is we have two of you. <laughs> we have this great great time period right now where we've had this these all these different superhero films for the past 11 years um if you want to go back to 2005 you can say with when batman begins you can even start there mm. um so you know we have all this content and we've had it and it keeps coming so i think that's and it's not just now it's not just it's not a film anymore we also have tv shows so you're expanding they're expanding to television they're expanding to other mediums yeah. So um, these stories, obviously, comic books were always written in that as entertainment, obviously, in that in a as entertainment medium. And now the fact that we're getting them in film, because I don't know if you're like me, Pete, but a lot of times when I'm reading something, I always picture how it would look on screen. So, well, usually I read comic books, so I just picture how it's in the comic book. <laughs> yes, I agree I with you. There. I agree with you. You have the pictures. Yes, they're comic part of books the- are great because it's like script and storyboard, and then it's yes. colorized. It's finished. Right. It's like the final product. I agree with you, one hundred percent. That is. But when you look at, if sometimes you look at a storyboard, don't you say, don't you think? Well, I wonder how that would look on screen, like when you're you know, reading a. Comic. You know who does that? Reno does that. I know. I'm the same way. I'm a cinema. I have a cinematic brain when I read comics. So I love. I love applying that kind of thought to when I'm reading something. So. Uh, you're a human yeah. character. Yeah, I am. I like I like to visualize who I'm not good at fan casting though. We've had this discussion. I'm not good at fan I'm casting. I'm not either. That's why I cast Clooney and everything. <laughs> I love George. All right. So we did this is another tangent. Sorry guys. There's no tangents. No tangents. <laughs> All discussions. Much less than the last episode, but yes, this is so Gotham PDS coming out, HBO Max. We have a writer again. Let's move forward. And let's let's see what this thing is. Let's see what this guy can do. Moving to the other studio, we got some other information um, from Kevin Feige himself. So Kevin Feige was interviewed. Um, where was he interviewed? I'm sorry. I'm losing. Uh, I, 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 the articles came from Collider. So I don't know who right. actually interviewed him. Yeah. But he gave some, let's see. He gave some insight on a couple of projects 
that are upcoming. One of them, which I think a lot of us were surprised to hear at the investors call was going to be a TV show with Secret Invasion. Yes. Um, as we know, that's a big title. It's a big collaborative title, kind of Ooh. like we had with the Infinity Saga in um, the first in the first Disney f- first four phases we had was all tied to that. And now we're having Secret Invasion on Disney+. Plus. So he was asked, why did they do that rather than a film? And I'm quoting Kevin Feige. He says, we're interested in the political paranoia aspect of Secret Invasion and really showcasing the stars of Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, who um, plays one of the scrolls in Captain Marvel, Pete. So if you haven't seen it, <laughs> I got to watch. I have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. Two amazing actors that you want to have in any series, and we're very lucky to have them for that. That's the sort, sort of the primary focus of that. And of course, it will tie into other things in the scrolls in ways you haven't seen before. But yes, anything could be anything. Wise words, but we wanted to do that as a series because it would allow us to do something different than we've done before. So as we know, Marvel's only now starting to do their have their series come out. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was out for a while, and that cool. tied into the MCU, especially the Thor um I'm sorry, Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, that was kind of when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. took off after that movie. So um, now we're having, obviously, WandaVision's coming out, and then we have um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And so all we have all these other fil- um, shows coming out on Disney+, and this is another one. So, Pete, you, I remember you saying you were kind of surprised um, that Secret Invasion was going to be a TV show. So do you... Yeah, man, like, I'm really surprised. I mean, like kudos for them for doing something different like bringing a big event like this to their streaming service like in television definitely but i really thought this had the makings of like the next big like mcu multi-phase thing who's you know and like we saw like um this there was a wasn't there a scroll in far from home like sam adams was a scroll correct yes yes so, like, yes I, I thought like just from that like i haven't seen captain marvel yet and i know they play a big factor in that movie but like i knew that like scrolls were making making their appearance so you're just kind of like, okay, cool. So like naturally you just think like this is going to be like the next thing. And it makes me wonder like who's coming back because like it wasn't like Chris Evans didn't kind of – or Mackie said he's not the new Captain America recently. And Chris yeah, that was yesterday. Open, yeah, and he left yeah. it kind of open. Maybe Evans comes back. So yeah. like maybe – I don't know. Maybe they do some retcon. Maybe Evans was a scroll. May, I, I, I mean if you ask me honestly, <laughs> I think Tony Stark is on his way back, everybody. I don't think you got to worry about him being dead because I think it was a scroll. So uh, oh. I, think, I think that's coming. Nico Caruso is going to have a ball with that. But <laughs> it's interesting to me because like while you can explore it a little bit by a little bit in the movies, you can really do like a deep, deep dive into Secret Invasion. And you can really expand upon it hours at a time on a TV show. You know, not, not having to like kind of do it, like just sneak it in there like they did with at, at the end of uh, Far From Home. So I'm really intrigued and just kind of I'm really shocked. I don't know. Maybe maybe the next couple phases of the MCU is less connected. Maybe they kind of take like a DC approach where they just make movies. I don't know because we don't know. Like I I was just I'm expecting like a new Avengers movie or like a West Coast Avengers movie or something like that. But like who knows what's on the table because you know, they didn't announce it. They haven't right. They haven't well, announced the plans going forward for whatever. Yeah, like there's no real big team up aspect really coming coming around the corner so like i'm just sitting here like okay wow so they're really they're really thinking outside the box and doing stuff differently which is good because like you can always accuse them of being very cookie cuttery you know like they they, they always do like this they, they things are done similarly in most of the movies outside of like you know uh ragnarok because yeah. taiko Waititi is insane but you know it, it's it's very interesting and uh, i'm just i'm really surprised and i look forward to it i, I kind of i'm looking forward to see and like that's kind of like a big production thing to do for television like scrolls or shapeshifters and everything and supergirl and the cw like there's a reason why john, you know john jones is usually john jones and not martian manhunter because it costs a lot to make him a martian so right yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with the budgets and everything so it, 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 it's really fascinating stuff if you ask me yeah i agree it's going to be interesting to see um because <clears throat> the the shows are being crafted by the same people who do the movies so it's going to be interesting like you said to see if they keep them separate this time I can't imagine they're not going to bring some of them into Secret Invasion. I mean, they're part of it, so you, I'm sure we're going to get some of the characters. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Garjo was a, was a scroll dude, and she wasn't. Like, I'm thinking about all the people who died in like, <laughs> Endgame, and I'm like, they're all coming back, dude. Yeah, yeah. Black Widow was a scroll. 
You know, like what what if Gamora was a scroll? I don't know. Like you don't know. Nobody knows Kevin Feige. Well, Gamora came back. She was just the the one from the past. Oh, I I meant the original one. Who then you have two Gamoras, that'd be crazy. <laughs> well, the the whole time element and the time travel element, it changed that changed everything anyway. So yeah, anything's possible. But again, I hope this works. Uh, people are used to seeing these stories now from from the MCU play out on the big screen. So I hope it works and I hope people watch them. Because you're kind of limiting your audience. Like, and not a lot of people want to spend the extra money for a streaming service. So it's... Right. You can handcuff yourself there, but we'll see. Yes, I hope it works. But yeah, um, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think they've earned it. So you get, you kind of have to give them the benefit of the doubt with this kind of stuff and then yeah, see what happens. They know what they're doing when it comes yes. to their stuff. So they definitely do. So keeping on with with this, uh, with Marvel, Kevin Feige not only spoke about Secret Invasion, but he also spoke about a, ver- a, a title that they picked up from Fox. <laughs> X-Men. Uh, X-Men? Not X-Men. Oh, damn. The other one. Uh, Alien. <laughs> now, of course, guys, I'm talking about Deadpool. Well, he's kind of like an X-Man sometimes. Yeah, he is. He's X-Force, at least. There right? you go. He's got your X-Men there. <laughs> So yeah, so he started there's been this speculation obviously with with Deadpool coming into the MCU and how the MCU is very very family friendly. What would they do with the movie as we know is very bloody and raunchy and much more made for adults. Well, fear not people. It's going to stay an R-rated movie. An R-rated franchise. Uh, I'm happy about that because you cannot do Deadpool if you don't have the R-rated stuff in it. I mean that's kind of what the character is. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy about it. Uh, I think it is the, of all the superhero movies, it is one of the most perfectly cast with Ryan Reynolds. He was made to play this role and he kills it. So I'm glad that they're keeping it rated R. Um, Feige said it'll be rated R. We're working on a script right now. And Ryan Reynolds overseeing the script. Uh, it won't be filming till they say uh, 2022 at the earliest. So we have a little time to go. But yes, so Pete, are you happy that Deadpool's remaining R-rated? Oh, totally. Because like once upon a time in Deadpool, while it was interesting to see it, that's the PG-13 version of Deadpool 2. It doesn't really, in my opinion, once you see the first two movies and then you take a look at that alternate version, it's weird. You know, it's it's not really the same. Things are different. Some of the jokes don't really land. And it's just the tone, obviously, is different. Deadpool's all about crude jokes and... uh, I'm happy. I, I I give them a lot of credit. I was re- I really thought they were going to Disneyfy this, and it was going to be a lot of you know a lot of cute jokes and maybe Deadpool would. I mean, I still fully expect Deadpool to make to be very meta and make fun of Disney. You know, I feel like Deadpool's going to make jokes, crude, rude jokes, and then make fun of like well Disney want you know, something like that. I'm sure there'll be some kind of Mickey Mouse reference or something like that along those lines and. It, 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 in, a, in a way, it almost gives Ryan Reynolds and company a lot more room to play with because you can make fun of yourself more. And I feel like that's what the, that they're all about when they do these Deadpool movies. And I, I really do like – I like the first one a little bit more, but the second one's very good. So, like, I have no complaints. And I, th- I really believe in the creative team involved, and I'm really excited. Yeah, I am too. I, again, I, like I said, I was really happy where they, when, they, when I read this. I'm like, oh, good. They're keeping it already. Because I, I, like you, I was worried. And I kept saying, I'm like, you can't do this – property with with being too clean or too neat you have to let it's that's who the character is you have to let that character be mm-hmm. so unfortunately we didn't get any update on any x-men um movie here i wonder what the deal is with that so are like i still haven't seen dark phoenix yet so are they just kind of waiting for that to kind of wash away <laughs> tasting out. it out of people's mouth yeah like are they just gonna <laughs> are they just gonna give it some time before they actually make another move but I mean, I want to see what they do, man. Yeah, I'm one of the few who doesn't hate Dark Phoenix. Um, it's not a great film by any stretch. It's got a lot of problems. But the the action scenes in it, for me, are some of the best X-Men action scenes we've gotten in any of the films. So mm-hmm. I really enjoy that part of it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there with, with X-Men. Uh, I don't know. We haven't heard anything about a story. We don't know anything about the, the cast that just finished. Um. I would love to do like I haven't even seen New Mutant yet, to be honest. I haven't even seen that one. Oh uh, well that hmm. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I have. That's a movie where you're kinda like, yes, they're gonna, and then they kind of just leave it. Like you you they build up something and then they completely just leave you 
Really? There's no payoff for it for me. Wow. Okay. Um, I got to check yeah. that out. So I know that movie again went through a ton of reshoots and re and script changes and, and it was, it was a like mess. Delayed like three years or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause, cause the first trailer again, it's kind of like how I feel about suicide squad. When the first trailer we got, you're thinking, Oh crap, there's really going to be something. And then what we get in, it's not what you think. This is a similar film. The, that first trailer we got was so horror based and so scary. And mm-hmm. there's none of that. <laughs> really? This, yeah. There's none of that in the final cut of the film. Is it like one of those movies where you watch it and you rewatch the trailer? And you're like that's not in it. That's not in it. That's not in yes. it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That first trailer that you see that we got, I want to say like three years ago. I remember I was, I forgot what movie I was going to see, but it was one of the previews. The first time I saw it and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, they're really doing this. I'm like, that's going to be cool. And I was really into it. I wanted to see what they do. But yeah, very disappointing. It's a good thing that it came out three years later because everyone forgot that trailer. <laughs> like, everyone just forgot that one thing existed. Um, so when they released it, it was kind of, you know, okay, this is what it is. But yeah, it's not very disappointing film. Isn't so. that the last Fox movie ever created? Yes, that is the last Fox film, I believe. Oh, man, so they never been done. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's it. Deadpool, yeah, we've got that coming out, and I am so glad. We should all be happy about I'm, this. I, dude, Deadpool's like one of those characters where I never really thought we were ever really going to get the movie, especially after mm-hmm. Origins. Right. And then just like, I mean, it's crazy how like Ryan Reynolds is kind of a genius. Like he leaked that like test footage trailer thing, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, and we all just ate it up and went crazy, and like he really forced Fox's hand. Yeah. make these this movie and it was made on such a low budget and it just had such a great return it was critically acclaimed and good for him for getting redemption post green lantern and i'm just you know those things are really special when they're when they're able to come through and you know the the true vision is because like man that <laughs> i rewatched uh origins not too long ago and i'm like this thing is horrible <laughs> oh man yeah i mean schreiber was good as saber tooth in that was really it like that's kind of my take from that film um but again it's one of those movies if usually if it's a comic book movie i'll sit and watch it it's very rare that i'll turn if it, i won't put it on but if it's on tv while I'm, and i see it i'll i can leave it on and mm-hmm. watch it so i still will do that but yeah that movie so just another movie that was really disappointing but they, he redeemed himself oh, with the wolverine and then and then logan. logan's amazing i'm looking at it right now and i'm like i should watch you so a few things we'll just finish. We'll finish off with a couple of things. Um, WandaVision, as we know, premieres on Friday and we're getting two episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, we've been looking forward to that. I know both of us have. So uh, Friday it's coming. Um, so we look forward to that. <clears throat> I think it's interesting, like the two hour premiere, right? Are, are they hour episodes? They've got to be, right? I believe so. Yeah, so that, I think they're our episodes. It's cool. Like, I know they're kind of, they're doing like the HBO model where it's like one episode a week, you know, sp- right. uh, usually, and not the Netflix model where you can binge it. But um, I think doing the, the, you know, this two hour special is a really cool idea. I mean, I just, I've seen people on Twitter just talk about it and they say it's so strange. So I'm like, how much weirder is this from Doom Patrol? Like, Doom right, Patrol yeah. out there, you know, like Sex Ghosts. That's yep. crazy stuff, man. You know, yep. like, the the you know, and what else is there? The, uh, the, the donkey <laughs> the, from season one. Yep, like, with the universe is inside his ass. <laughs> yeah, like, like Doom Patrol is nuts. And there's uh, Danny the town. Like I was like, yep. oh my god. So yep. like, I wonder how how funky, how weird, how radical WandaVision is going to be. Because like, I know even just rewatching the trailer, I'm like, this is like Pleasantville and acid. I know what's going on, you know, and I dig the black and white aspect. I wonder if, I wonder how much of the TV show is going to be in black and white, if anything. I don't know if that's just for the trailers or whatnot, but it just looks funky, man. It seems like they travel through different periods, time periods in the show. So we'll see how they handle that. But I'm really looking forward to it. I have been since I heard about it. What Uh, if that's how they introduce the X Men? Like just, you know, just fan thinking you know if you go to like the 60s or whatever and there's you know obviously there's this other civil unrest and everything that's going on with those with, with that with those times but what if you know what if you know charles xavier is a part of that and the x-men are a part of that kind of laying low but doing their thing in the background it, i don't know that, that'd be kind of interesting yeah. like, again like who knows i mean maybe not most likely not 99 percent sure not but you know yeah i mean they cool. always could tie it to they always could tie it to the like 
the high they can always include um, clips from like first class mm-hmm. um you know to tie it into the rest of the universe sure i mean anything's possible if that's what they're doing so but i'm just happy it's finally here we've been watching a lot of the clips for it for a while and you know we've been seeing a lot of the, the trailers and every trailer seems to have a little bit another snippet of what's going on so i'm just happy it's here and we're getting it on friday i've got to <laughs> read tom king's vision because i know that that's that's an influence on the show have you read that I haven't, but I I should. I know Kowalski's read that. He loves that thing. And I think Lauer's read it too. So I got to get on that. I don't know too much about Vision outside of uh, um, the MCU, to be honest with you. I love Age of Ultron. People get mad at me for that. but No, I do too. It's it's my preferred one. Yeah, that's my favorite Avengers movie. So everyone can just shut up and eat on that. I like I'm a big James Spader fan, and dude, Spader's so good. And it's—I'll so, yeah. never forget the time I found out Robert California was Ultron. It's like I just had the Office playing in the background. I was cooking something in the kitchen, and he's just talking, and I'm like, "Like Ultron's in the Office?" Yeah. And then I started doing my 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 due diligence. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. It's great. Like, I just, I like Spader. I, I hope he, it would be great if he comes back as Ultron. Yeah, I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of his. I love, I love the Blacklist, even though I stopped watching it, but I love that, that show. So, um, I used to watch Boston Legal. He was on that. So he's been in a lot of things that I've liked. So I'm really, really looking forward to, yeah. I'm sorry. I really, really enjoyed Age of Ultron when most people were like, eh, it's okay, whatever. And I dig the language joke. I, that's like my favorite Marvel joke. I think it's one of the few that actually works well. <laughs> Well, I know Pete picks that that of all the other jokes. Yeah, Barf, Barf's a girl. dude. That's great. He named it Barf. That's hysterical, man. It's it's such a great motivation for a villain. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and in clo- let's close with this. Let's close with this. Uh, here we go. Pete, here we go. What is today? Uh, today, is, well, actually, yesterday was yeah, Batman sixty six fifty fifth birthday. So. Thank yeah. you, Mr. West, uh, the the bright night. Uh, you and Burt Ward entertained hundreds and hundreds of kids in the 60s, thousands of kids probably, with your great interpretation of Batman, who I, who I have grown to actually fall in love with and just really adore, as well as the uh, 66 movie and as well as Return of the Cape Crusaders and Batman mm-hmm. Face. And even so, like I, I consider the Batman Adventures with Adam West and then there was the new Batman Adventures. It was Adam West. I don't forget which one. Hoss will correct me. But Adam West and Casey Kasem. And then Adam West and Bat, Bert, Batward. Burt Ward. Voice Batman <laughs> and Robin. And I consider those cartoons um, a, a continuation of 66. Right. So I love those. And it, it's, you know, it's it's not my Batman, but it's a fun Batman. And I can't, I, I enjoy going back to those things. Well, yeah. I mean, for most people, um, that show was their introduction to the character. Um, at least for most people in the mainstream. Uh, so that show has a huge place um, in Batman history. Most people think that the, they would have stopped making the comic without that show. Yeah, it's 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 funny how they were. The comic was going it was basically going to be canceled, and then the show shaved the so show saved the comic, yep. and then. <laughs> The show was part of the reason why Mr. Uslan wanted to make Batman 89 because everyone kept thinking of Pal Zap and Pop yeah. Batman. And it yeah. just went full circle. Like it saved it, it ruined it, then it saved it again. And yeah. you know, now we're, we've gone through the Renaissance period and everyone loves Adam West. And back when they had, they, uh, when he passed, they, sh- they shined his, uh, his bat logo on the, on city hall. And yep. it's just great. I mean, I, yeah, that I love for it. me, for me, that was my first introduction to the character. Um, you know, and then obviously, as life goes on, you get other, you start reading things, and you realize, wow, Batman's not really this poppy. <laughs> but at the same time, though, he was very Batman. He was very heroic. Yes, he people. You know, him and Robin yes. were great. Like, sure, they said crazy things, but it was the '60s. You know, like right. I don't you got to think of the time period. You got to think what was allowed on TV at the time. Um, there was a lot of you know, and that first season's way more serious than the second season's longer. I think it's like t- twice as many episodes, but it's not mm-hmm. as serious. But the first season is very serious. And those first two episodes with the Riddler are great. Like that's just, yep. it, it's campy, but it's, it's, it just fits the time period. It's so perfect. And uh, like I said earlier, uh, Return of the Cape Crusaders is a great movie as well as Batman versus Two-Face because they always deem Two-Face too scary for the TV show. 
So, yep. and there was a Batman 66 comic and there was also Batman 66 meets Wonder Woman 77. So it's, it's had a nice little revival period for a little bit. Yeah. It's again, for me, it's just the complete nostalgia factor with, with being young, watching Batman, watching when I came home from school, I remember being on like three o'clock, three thirty. I used to watch it on Nick at night with my mom and she was like, yep. my Batman. Yep, and it's they have it on IFC now in the mornings on Saturday mornings, and it's been on WeTV as well. If you guys get WeTV, Do it's you on the there. box set. I bought the bo- I have it digitally on Apple TV. I don't have the box set. I have season. I have different sets. I think I have season one and season three. Okay, I don't have two for whatever reason. I have those, but um, yeah, <clears throat> it's just something that it's something. If you're ever feeling weird or whatever, you can just watch that and have a little fun and laugh and you know have a good time if you're down. It, it does. It's entertaining and it. You know, it doesn't make it I enjoy it. And that car, I mean, that car is so iconic. Yes. yes. Everyone For most people, that's the Batmobile. You bring it up, that's who they'll say, the Batmobile. You know, and it's, it's got a siren, it's got parachutes. He's He had the first mobile phone, right? He had the first yeah. smartphone. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's so cool. It's, I, I so, went through a period where I didn't like the show and I refused right. it because I didn't like, you know, I was, I was trying, I was, I'm a cool fanboy. I don't like Batman right. six. Yeah, nerd. No, it's like, but then like you grow up and you realize like, oh wait, this is, this is just a huge piece of Batman lore, Batman history. Like without this, there aren't half as many Batman fans as there are today. And you're right. You know, while we all prefer the the dark and serious Batman, like th- th- there's still a place for '66. I mean, yeah, that's that's the contribution I think is that it just kept it kept interest in Batman, and that that we do have what we have now. Um, that shows a large reason why. So happy anniversary. Again, I'm. I, I always say this. I I know nobody who's listening to this has never has like never not seen it or <laughs> everyone who's listening has seen this show. You've seen so. an episode. You've seen at least yes. seen the movie. And if you haven't, again, Return of the Cape Crusaders, Batman vs. Two Face. Go see those. They're great. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So a big. It's, it's one of those shows you just love. That, well, I if you're a Batman fan, I think you have to love it. I don't understand people who dislike that show. So. It's like saying you hate Lou Ferrigno's Hulk show, you know, like it, it, the, they're, they're show, they're bigger. They're they're You know, like those shows are huge events. Yep. You know, same thing with the Wonder Woman. The, the, yeah. Like Linda Wonder Carter's Wonder Woman. Woman like, yeah. You know, sure. They're dated, but they're amazing. You know, like, yep. Again, that was my first, that show, both of those shows were my first introduction to both characters, Hulk and Wonder Woman. I watched them. And now you have a fanboy podcast. You're obsessed. (laughs) You're reading comics. You're reading Batman bobbleheads. Yeah. Eric, you're hooked. That was shipped, by the way. So I hope I get it soon. You need to get one. Yeah, definitely. I want want to see the final product. I want pictures of you. I want you to do a full review for Batman on film on your Batman bobblehead. I, I, that I can do. If can Lauer do. can review a lamp, you can review a bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get, I was just, I was looking for Batman stuff yesterday, just memorabilia. And then that, that popped up and I was like, Oh wow. And I, they have it for most um, other baseball teams, but they had the Yankees and I'm like, well, shit, there I'm cursing again, but there we go. I'm going to get it. So I did. Um, I got an email today saying it was shipped. So I should get it in the next few days. Nice. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Just in time for spring training. Yeah. Yep. Pitchers and catchers report, what, in three weeks? Four weeks? Three weeks? I'm actually not sure. But expect the beginning of February? Expect a 162-game season, according to Rob Manfred. Yes. If everyone is good and cooperates, we probably will get 162 games. As we're seeing with the other sports, especially the NBA right now, that might not be possible. (laughs) But I'm optimistic, and when more of the – the more people get vaccines. I think everyone's going to play full season except Kyrie Irving. <laughs> See, we're a full service show, guys. We're giving you sports. We give you everything here. I actually have an idea for a sports show, but we'll talk about that off air. So, all right. I've said that a few times tonight. So let's, let's, let's close this thing down. So last call, the lights of, of flashing Pete plug. Uh, you can follow me on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Zack Snyder's favorite Vero at Pete Illustrated. Make sure you follow our show handle, straight underscore O underscore G, on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, make sure you follow our show pages on Facebook, Straight Out of Gotham, as well as our Facebook, Straight Out of Gotham group. Uh, both really cool places for discussion and news. And uh, make sure you read my reviews of Detective Comics as well as Dark Detective for DC Future State on Batman on Film. And, uh, you know. Thanks for listening. 
Yes. So as you guys know, you can follow me on Twitter at finally33. It's spelled finale33. Same as Instagram. Pete already plugged away our Australia Gotham stuff on Facebook. So guys, definitely check that out. If you're interested in joining the group, just ask for a, what's it called? Ask to be invited. We'll invite you, answer a few questions, and you will be added as long as you answer them correctly. Don't be a troll. Yes. Um, as Pete mentioned also, don't forget the rate and review contest for our podcast, obviously on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. So definitely get over there, rate and review us. Leave Again, like we say all the time, we can get some little bit of hate. If you want to hate and you're clever about it and we like it, you might win. We got so. thick skin on like some people. <laughs> oh boy. See, we almost made it through the show without even referencing that, but we're not going to talk about that. So anything else? Booyah. <laughs> you're early, man. But I want to close down now. So for Peter Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. This is Straight Outta Gotham. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Booyah.